0: I think we should we should completely re-record that video. As adults. As yes, adults. As adults. That try actually, to get closer as close as possible. That's true. I mean, you I can live use right you, there. You can use you it.
1: I do. I do too. Video sounds.
2: No, no. I literally. That's like that's where you my live. backyard. Yeah. Now, what video is this? The dude up is the one where I kiss Brena. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Music yeah. and spinning. Yeah. 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 is not Dan back on the East
3: Coast? Or is he coming back?
0: I think so. I think he's
3: back. Dan's. He's also, there's a kid yeah, so... I mean that, yeah, yeah a kid Dan? now? Yeah. Baby Dan. There's a baby Dan.
0: See, I, I, my relationship with Dan is 99% Twitter, and he doesn't... Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dan's the only person games, so. I always like, follow into. It. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah. This stuff always comes up whenever, like, your stuff you missed. It's, it's just Dan like, cool.
2: complaining about unity.
3: Yeah, about, complaining <laughs> about unity.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a growth market. Uh, so welcome to season two of the Bits Per Second Bit Players podcast. I'm Jared. I'm Tim. Um, I'm Lolo. And uh, we have our very special guest, Adam Waz. Say hi, Adam. Hey, how's it going? Or Waz. I'm not going to call you that. Call me whatever you like. (laughs) I'm just going to go keep calling you Waz. (laughs) Whereas my boss calls you Waz. 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 (laughs) Um, So we are back for our second season. We took a little time off. um, Had a lot going on around the holidays and stuff. Um, But we are back with a vengeance. Yeah. And I am c So we're going to break out a few topics today. Um. Number one, we're going to talk about how you put together a show um, at, the, at any improv group or when you're putting together a set list. Um, then we're going to t- complain about, uh, or I'm going to complain about, uh, collegiate basketball. Now that we are in March Madness, and it's like really up front in my brain, is that is that topic your way of getting in multiple bits? I just have a <laughs> <laughs> look. I haven't complained about on a recording in months. So, all right, <laughs> so, fair enough. trying uh, turning red right now because yeah. it's all pent up for months. And, just like, <laughs> and then um, we're going to talk to Waz a little bit about his various musical and artistic ventures, um, and then we're going to get to putting our bits in, uh, where we all take one topic that we can't stop complaining about and. Uh, continue to complain. I got, a lot of I, got, <laughs> I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> I got a lot of things. So I guess we're just going to start off, uh, let's just jump right in, to putting together an improv show.
3: Gotta put it together. Okay. Someone's as, gotta do it. As, um,
1: <laughs> as someone who frequently hosts the big player shows at the Firehouse Theater, Lobo, um, like what kind of preparation do you do when you're putting together a show?
3: Uh, first thing, you look at who you've got and sort of I like to just mentally put together a couple things they're really good at find out what everyone's really good at so you know if Jared's around let know. me
0: back you up slightly one second before okay. you start putting it together what do you, What are you trying to achieve as the end goal
3: I'm trying to put together a show that is both entertaining uh, awesome and fun for everyone and gets and also gives everyone an opportunity to shine so that everyone gets a moment to show off what they're good at and is pretty cohesive and flows, you know, from beginning to end and, and doesn't seem to drag or doesn't have any opportunities for like really horrible things to happen, you know. <laughs> so, you know, someone who's like not particularly strong at singing I'll never throw them headfirst into a music game that yes. doesn't have at least Sing some support. For 15 minutes. Yeah, like they're gonna have someone that's with them that knows what they're doing. So sure. that's typically what I'm doing when I'm looking at like putting together a show, you know.
1: Because we have, what's our current number? Is it 13 active bit players? I think so. I think it's 13. Um, It's about that. We do have two new ones that we're going to have in the podcast soon, so we're excited about that. Um, So once you've got your your kind of, your bare bones, what does the audience composition have to do with your uh, putting something together? Because I know that sometimes when you're putting together a show, you might have a bachelorette party or some woman or man's birthday party. Or someone what? celebrating their divorce, which was a really awkward. That was a cool show. <laughs> that was a cool,
3: cool show. Uh, yeah, that stuff all plays into effect where you want to like, you know, we we at the theater like to uh, highlight birthdays and, and bachelor parties and, and stuff and cool things like that. Yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll always save a spot for that just in case. But for the most part, I mean, I I lean towards being able to run things on the fly sometimes. Just because you get audiences that don't particularly enjoy, like... Maybe they don't like the physical stuff, or maybe they don't like music, or maybe sure. they don't like something that you're doing, and, you know, it's not always... You know, some people don't necessarily want an entire show that's not, like, laid out ahead of time, because everyone should be on the same page, but... Um, You know, I try to put a little bit of everything, and then at halftime you can kind of like adjust if needed. Like, oh, they don't really like the physical stuff, so let's just scrap the second half. You know, stuff.
0: I think you touched on. There's two different sides what you can expect from the audience. Which is one, you have something ahead of time the show that you know is going to be the case. If you know that you Mm. have a sold out crowd, you know you're going to have a bunch of energy. Mm. If you know that someone's celebrating something, you can plan for that. Mm. So you can you can factor that in in planning the show. But then you need to leave that wiggle room, like you said, because you don't know. What a crowd's mood's gonna be? Yeah. You don't know if you're gonna drop an f bomb and they're gonna like you're gonna feel a cold shoulder all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Which kind of happened last night? Yeah, yeah. If you, <laughs> yeah. Some crowds will go times. nuts if you if you start if you start like swearing or, or you know making dick jokes, and then other ones will be like, no thanks. Right. And you got to be ready to adjust for
1: that. And, and we kind of that's something we had to do last night. We had a, a really fun crowd. It was, but it was almost. I don't want to say our crowds are normally dumb, but this was a crowd that liked well thought out more cerebral and punny humor yeah it wasn't a group that was gonna you know you couldn't just yell be profane and they wanted to see cool weird things happening on stage
3: yeah they were total that's and that's kind of what you always want you want an audience that's with you along the ride and kind of like is down to have fun because i think our group composition is pretty pun heavy and mm-hmm. we we have a tendency to we can go super goofy if we need to
0: are you saying the bit players are full of nerds a little bit yeah, I think so enough. a bunch of nerds <laughs> I think so well, let, me, let me ask both of you because you both have experience actually I can ask all three of you about how you think that that relates to controlling the energy of an audience when you're performing musically like what is the difference like what is it like what's your perception between something like an improv crowd and a musical crowd
1: well I think I mean kind of because I get to do both with my band Doris Duke and with plug. the bit player, yeah, plug. If the, the intro music was not plug enough, but, um, we never credit that band.
3: I never did. Um,
1: but if we're putting together a show, a lot of times the music for the, the when my band is playing, will kind of tailor tailor it more to the group that's playing. So like, mm-hmm. if we're playing with a bunch of really heavy bands, like maybe we'll play some like heavier cover songs or like songs that like the the, the crowd might be more into to kind of like warm them up to us and the same thing but that's the same thing with um when you're doing the music uh at the during the improv shows yep. is that you're kind of tailoring it to what the people want i mean you're literally asking them for genres of music when you're doing it right so you're kind of you get an idea of what they're looking for you know pretty early on when you get they start
0: getting their suggestions Do you, is there anything when you're performing, playing music, like outside of improv, where you feel the crowd needs something different and you adjust on the fly there, or is that more of like a going down a set list? Well, usually that's just because we're too drunk and we need
1: to start cutting songs because it's not going well. (laughs) (laughs) Like, guys, I don't remember how to play anything. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it's the same kind of idea where you adjust on the fly. I think Waz could probably speak to that too, because he's been playing on a lot more than...
2: I mean, like, it, 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 it's a little different, like, w- w- when you're playing in a band, I- you're not, I- the people that are there listening to you aren't necessarily there to see you. Right. You know, mm-hmm. whereas, like, when you guys are performing, there's that, you, they have come to the theater to see improv, and so, like, there is more of an understanding w- bet- with them. Yeah. Whereas, sometimes, as the musician, it, it, it can almost be, like, you, you can bother people mm-hmm. to a point where, like, they might even leave. Because, like, they didn't necess- they might have come to this bar just to drink mm-hmm. and hang out with your friends, and now you're this loud, loud band, and it can be hard to recover from that or that mood, you know, if you're playing the wrong venue. Do you think it's possible to win people like that over? Um, yes and no. I think you can be charming, mm-hmm. you know, and I think if you can admit sort of the humor of the situation, like, You know, it kind of sucks that you all came here for a bachelorette party and now there's this loud metal band playing. Um, But, like, if... Can I have one of those dick crowns? please? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Maybe you put the... You get them involved in the show. You know, like, uh, sometimes when you play at Jimmy's, you get a a drunk guy or two, you know, that is involved... In the set, and you can't really tell if he is upset with you or if he's having fun with you. <laughs> and I think the best way is to just keep like keep be, you got to be charming, you have to be funny, and I think you kind of have to make people like you yeah. um, and win people over musically uh, because of that. They they might just be there to see their friends' band, and they have sure. to sit through your performance to get to you. Um, and I think, yeah, like if you if you realize it's not going well, you just play less. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, you know.
3: we need to get out of here fast. Because there's
2: nothing worse than like someone that just keeps going and the room yeah. doesn't want them to go.
1: Although, I mean, there was that show that um, we played in Pawtucket where we were playing in this like little sh- shitty bar. I won't name check the shitty bar, <laughs> but we were playing and there was this big drunk high dude that just wanted to sing into the microphone like, during one of our songs. So, and he wouldn't, like, stop coming at us, like, oh, you like, you don't know these songs. <laughs> like, I swear to God, you don't know these songs. So we kept, like, trying, and eventually, I was like, you know what? Make up words to yeah. all the songs, and we'll sing the choruses. He was you know, like, yeah! And yeah, he was into it. Like, so it was, like, really fun. So I was just like, all right, I don't what to sing anymore. Except in the course of this, and it worked out really well. It was fun. And, you you diffuse yeah. the situation. Yeah, and it's funny. Yeah, you because know? yeah. you don't want to be. A f- I mean, if you're you're a bar band. You're not. You don't want to be a diva, and that's kind of like goes back to the, the improv thing. It's like, if people are there and they paid a good amount of money, like, they they paid three beers to get in, basically. Three and a half. Well, equal kind of beers. Three and a half. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of beers? Hold on.
2: Hold (laughs) on a second. (laughs) Three three out
3: in Newport. Like Like, three like Dogfish Heads or three like Three (laughs) Three (laughs) nice beers.
1: (laughs) Three Thames Street beers. Um, To get into the show, so these people like when they get there and they're like, if you're doing something that's just not flying, you got you're gonna have to be able to adjust adjust to that because sometimes maybe they don't want to see the musical games maybe they look at the musical games like this is stupid these people can't carry a tune and that really wasn't that funny Mm. and they're like so like they're just not like into it and like sometimes you'll be you'll explain a game and they just won't get it and that's so you know if there's a similar
3: game later in the set that one goes and you bring something else in Mm. or you adjust and you figure out a better way to approach them yeah you try to hit if you try to do the same thing to every audience you're gonna like Hit a couple times, but you'll probably fail more often than not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think sim- similar to having a drunk guy coming up to the mic and wanting to sing, you got people that are in the audience of our improv shows that want to be part of the show. Yeah. Dude, no <laughs> right. You get that guy, or people that like actually just respond to comments to the like when everyone stage. else is silent. Like. Right? They they'll just say like they'll try to respond to the host as if the host wasn't just generally talking or something. Yeah. And you you can you, you know you have a couple options of what to do from there. You can like you know re- try to shut them down and kind of like maybe start and sometimes you do and then other times you c- accidentally create some hostile environments it's, it's tough to manage it sucks
0: because yeah. sometimes someone's like la- like yelling out loud like you said yeah. commenting and you can either like, acknowledge them and sometimes they'll be like feel acknowledged and settle into being a regular audience member mm. and then sometimes they use it as justification to be like oh they acknowledge me that means it's cool for me to just keep talking for a full show right. sure. they're cool with it
3: yeah, oh, I'm part of the show now, like, all this. When when you kind of want that feeling to go to everyone, because yeah. everyone needs to be able to feel comfortable, right. and, like, their voice, like, they can say... They can yell something out, and, and they can contribute, because kind of like last night, we had a, a, a couple times where maybe, like, a good 75% of the audience just was comfortable not participating for whether, whatever yeah. reason. It's, it's, like,
0: it's like they established that, like, oh, these... Like ten people in the crowd, they're doing all the suggesting and yelling out. So we'll let them suggest. And you're gonna have that in any
1: crowd too. Where like there's it just and and sometimes you have an overabundance of people yelling things out where you Mm -hmm. can't actually hear what the suggestions are. Yeah. Um, And that'll happen. (laughs) That's the Last night was just kind of like the other. I enjoy that swing of the price is
0: right when everyone's screaming at you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A new car. (laughs) Higher, lower, higher.
1: I love the mountain man one where the guy like climbs the mountain and falls off. That's easily the best game. Yeah, that
3: Rat one in Plinko. I <laughs> <laughs> um, like Plinko. Plinko's great. Punch a bunch is pretty cool. Uh, I like the cup games because that's like done in like a minute. Yeah. Uh, the Anna Kendrick thing. Y- yes. The cu- yeah. yeah okay, the yeah. Anna Kendrick. Yeah. The Anna Kendrick game. Yeah.
0: Those are all sort of tight. <laughs> But with, with the audience, uh, one of the, the types of audience members that I find very interesting, the the obtrusive kind where you address them, is the guy who will say something that, that's weirdly timed. Like, everyone yells something out, and then as soon as he gets quiet, he's like, chicken butt! And he gets, <laughs> and he gets a couple giggles, yeah. and so what happens is, every time he's got a chance for the rest of the show, he's going to yell that same thing yeah. every time, and it's going to be diminishing returns... To all of us, but to him, he's like thinking he's a comedic genius because it's his fifteenth time yelling out "chicken butt."
1: And then at the end of the show, they come up to you and say, "I could do this." <laughs> Did you hear all those great ideas I had about chicken butt? You try <laughs> dealing with the motherfucker that yelling
3: chicken butt all night. You try to be a chicken butt man.
1: <laughs> but they also, but there's also the balance too because you don't want to go that hard at them about it because. I mean, to be fair, they, they also paid their money to get in. Oh, sure. And oh, sure. it's their, I mean, we're performing the show, and we're, and I hate to always put it in terms of money, but like, mm. they, they paid for that seat. Yeah. Once they start distracting from the other people that also paid to get in, but that's where you trade off. So I can think yeah. of one night where there was a group, um, so our Kevin, one of our, the members of the group has been on the show before. He was in he, last season, I believe. Yeah, he was was losing an episode last last season. (laughs) He brought like an incredibly shitty bottle of wine, and then he he still apologizes for it. He was (laughs) apologizing for it last night. Um, But he, you know, he there was this group, and he works at a vineyard, his day job. And he there was this group at a bachelorette party that were at the vineyard, and then they came to the show because Kevin had suggested and like gave him the discount cards and stuff. And they came in, and they just wanted to yell Kevin like. All friggin' night. They were like all about Kevin Mm -hmm. and they were like, Kevin, have my babies and like whatever. And I don't remember who was hosting, but it just like they didn't want to like steer into the curve or into the, the skid or whatever went. Skid I'm not good at driving. Steer into the skid, <laughs> the skid yes. steer into the skid, yeah. Steer into the skid that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Bro, they, I may have to
0: drive in a snow no, day near no, no. Jared See, <laughs> <it's> just like <laughs> <laughs> I do.
1: No. Stephanie drives during the snow days. Alright. Um that's why we work in the same office. Um <laughs> that's exactly why. But so they they didn't want to Go with what was being given in terms of like how much these people want to hear from Kevin. Mm. So that's right. I remember that because that because then they and then at one point it, they got shut down and hard. Then, yeah, they and got they shut, shut down, down hard, and the rest of the show was crickets. Yep, because there was a bachelorette party of twenty people. Mm-hmm. So oh. that's it's literally like a third a th- of the theater. A, yeah, yeah, a third of the theater, th- a third to a quarter. Of the, yeah. yeah, depending on how many people are there. But still yeah, totally. I don't remember. I just remember they were also majority of the <laughs> But like they went, but then it's not just the the people that got shut down that are upset. It's also the people around. It's like, oh, these guys are assholes. Like, right. cause you never, you could have an asshole. Like, typically that ends up being me. Like, there, there can be an asshole guy, like or woman on stage. Like, that's like pegged as the dick. But you never want
3: the audience to be like, man, fuck these people. The whole group full of dicks. Yeah, right, yeah. Last yeah. night was though all boy show. Those are all, all dudes. Yeah. Not, not by design but that's just how fate
0: worked out bit uh, dicks it would just be a bit dick show bit But I, I, th- I think even with the aside from just the perception of everyone being a dick by shutting the group down if the group feels shut down and they're that big even if the people around them aren't actively thinking that the people on stage handled it like jerks the, the the energy in the room can just drop in a way that affects everyone else even mm-hmm. if they don't mentally mean like for that to happen it's
1: like watching someone hit their kid in
0: a grocery store <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. right. like, like it's just like you it's just like you get sm- smack
0: and then everyone's like yeah, so it's really hard to like focus on checking the firmness of tomatoes anyway. <laughs> uh, tomato but like imagine an avocado where it's such a hard
1: game mm-hmm. uh, in the end with like oh, well, I'm not gonna eat this today I'm gonna eat it tomorrow it'll well, be right by tomorrow and then this woman just like smacks her kid and then everyone just Dead silent. Yeah, we're like getting hot dogs. Nice just steady. staring
3: at the back of a cereal box for like 10 minutes, like <laughs> not being able to like move. Still right 180 right calories off. per serving. Ribo flavor. Ribo flavor. You're
1: doing the map on the back of the Lucky Charms. Yep. Like, just trying to kill time. Like, oh, can't, can't move. Can't move. Can't Can't, can't move. move. Don't make eye contact. She's oh. very mad. Oh. But that, I mean, that. that but that's exactly so You don't want to make people that kind of uncomfortable. Mm. And it, you can, and some people can pull it off. Most people can't, right? Like, because there's that's kind of the difference between like the improv and stand up because stand up such a huge portion of it ends up being crowd work, mm. and it's a lot of times like it's a, not a smaller crowd, but like hecklers are more. It's one person versus one person, right? Mm. But you don't want to get in a pissing match with seventy five to ninety people, and you don't want to turn them against it because in the end, like they're just here to have fun and some people have fun in disruptive and irritating ways. But you just kind of kind of roll with it. I mean, if you got to shut someone down, you got to shut someone down. Mm. Like there was, I remember there was one woman who was just, this was years ago, she was just sitting in the back like dropping F-bombs and I don't mean fuck. It's the word that I'm actually uncomfortable saying. Oh. Okay. Um, and she just like wouldn't stop like all night. Just like, was she
0: suggesting it like she thought it was funny or was she no? She like, was calling stage? us then. Oh wow. Yeah. Whoa.
1: Well, yeah, and I was just like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, so we just kept like, all right, that's enough, that's enough. And she just kept rolling all night, and then she left. She's like, I had such a great time. I'm like,
0: really? Because I,
1: I don't want to be your friend. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, that's crazy. You, I, you just have to kind of ride the wave of if someone's being disruptive there's a certain point or at least close to it where you can feel if the rest of the crowd's with you Yeah. whereas if the first time someone yelled something out you were like yeah you suck it out of the theater everyone would be weirded out but yeah. if they keep doing it and doing it and after 20-30 minutes and you go you know what get out of here you'll get the crowd to actually kind of pop for you and be excited like yeah get out you've been ruining our night what if they keep doing it and doing it and doing it yeah then we definitely gonna keep them in there to keep that place shaven. You guys can see i on a Mellow Cool Day looking.
3: Mm. Mm. I don't know if the wetness picks up yet. I don't no, know. It's like, so I'm not wet enough. I, I hope it doesn't. <laughs> definitely asking. not wet enough.
1: <laughs> so I think I kind of covered that. Um, our next topic is gonna be March Madness. So I got a lot of feelings Swish. about March Madness this year. I'll always watch, but like, like my alma mater, URI, is in it this year, and it's very exciting. But I, I, and every year I just and I feel like this way about college football too on Saturdays when like you see people like intently watching these games, on Saturdays during the college football season and then now like, and then you start seeing people like that are huge fans of these schools right, but have no connection to them whatsoever, and it's just like very confusing to me. Like they just picked out a school to follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's usually Duke or like <laughs> North
0: Carolina and like. Yeah, I mean, like, more power to him for, like, liking a sport. Like, I just don't get it. It seems, it seems weirder for me to do that with college sports than it does for the NFL. Because I was just like, oh, I like football. I want to really get into it. You know, what team do I like? Let me just feel it out. Yeah. But when you're picking a school, it's like selecting, like, it's selecting a school with, like, a bunch of students there. <laughs> Not having a connection to that just seems like... Yeah, I'm, like, a 40-year-old dude, and I, like, love to watch these, like, 18, 19-year-old dudes play sports in these colors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's, so, I don't know if you guys have ever heard that like, the Paul Feinbaum show.
1: It's mm-hmm. in, uh, like, Alabama, I believe, and, or somewhere in the SEC, and it's just people talking about, like, SEC football, and it's, like, just, it's, like, all these, like, scummy people just call and, like, complain about these, like, 19-year-old kids and say these, like, horrible things, and, like, <laughs> they're so passionate about it. Like, none of them went to the University of Alabama. Like, none of them went to Mississippi State. Like, they just, like, that's, and maybe it's a byproduct of not having professional sports teams in that region for sure. the most part. I mean, like, yeah. Texas has a, has a bunch. Tennessee has a couple. But for the most part, like, and I mean, Florida obviously is
0: chock full of them, but, like, so many of those, like, states don't have professional sports teams. Sure. And it, it, even if they do, it's, they're big enough states that it's, like, across the state. There's no identity with that. Like, I grew yeah. up in Virginia, but I didn't care at all about the Washington Redskins because they, they might as well have been in Maine. Um, well, that, that makes you just like most people in Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> or Andrew Jackson, for that matter. <laughs> so, uh, actually, I have a question. I was talking to Lobo about, about this about yesterday the day before. Why is it that, compared to overall basketball fans, uh, the, the, or the demographic of overall basketball fans, why are there so many more white people specifically into March Madness than into basketball? Because you can bet on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: that, was, that was my my response. was like, in lieu of, the Super Bowl's done and baseball hasn't started yet, so this is like the big opportunity to gamble in a major way. And like... It's, and, and it's, it's like, like office thing, you know? You yeah. get together... You, you leave a TV office. on during the work day. Exactly. Yeah, you, you get to watch sports, like, all day, starting at, like, noon. And, like, it runs, like... You have games, like, almost every day for, like, two weeks. Yeah. And it's... You know, I mean, there's stakes involved. It's not like, you know, you're following, like, some school's games in the middle of winter. Like, that don't matter. But there's another thing that
1: drives you crazy. It's just, like... And you, all, you watch it happen, so... Everyone's
0: bracket gets busted. Like people, busted. things, fucking happen. Like whatever. Wait, wait hold up does that mean that they tried to predict and then they yeah, where really went wrong? Yeah. Okay. Yes. okay. Sorry, I'm getting I'm getting Whoa. into the jargon. Bracket is is a is like a tournament. Yeah. Yes, I got that part. The okay.
3: tournament is like a bunch of teams playing each other. Uh, I'm familiar with the King of the Ring. I yes, like, right. sir. <laughs> so that would be like if Jeff Jarrett beat The Rock in the first round. Then that, the Double J. Be, That'd be very the bracket busted. Bracket would that be busted. wouldn't busted. That yeah. wouldn't happen. That would not. It should not.
0: And if it did, a guitar would be involved. <laughs> Slap nuts. Slap nuts.
1: But I forgot to say. Oh, so you on you want and again like I'm basically complaining about my Facebook feed, which happens every episode. Is <laughs> you watch people like, get mad at, like, Molly in accounting. Because Molly doesn't know anything about college basketball. Why is she always right? Why is she always the person that doesn't know anything? I'm like, dude, you don't know shit either. What do you know about, like, the 46
3: teams? Like, tell me more about that. I spend
0: uh, an hour and a half every week reading on basketball message boards. (laughs) I think I know. I
3: spend at least 30 hours a week staring at this bracket, staring (laughs) at the betting lines, and then looking back and forth at them and trying to
0: decide on one. I played basketball for 15 playable minutes in high school. Molly <laughs> Molly can't even dribble. I was a foul shot specialist in high school. <laughs> I used to dunk on fools in NBA jams throughout the late 1990s. I think I know.
3: He's heating up. He's on fire.
0: I Go to- downtown. <laughs> I used to wear glasses while playing basketball and every time I shot my friend would say, whore is great.
1: <laughs> oh, man. I did wear Rex specs. Did you? Yeah, I always see, thought they, they were still really have cool. them somewhere. <laughs> nice. They probably I don't fit my big head because my head's getting bigger every year. Is that a thing that happens to everybody? What? Like I feel like my head's getting bigger. Like I used to be a large hat, now I'm an extra large hat.
2: I think mine's getting smaller. Me too. What the fuck? Man? I used to be able to. I used to remember wearing hats and putting like a basketball in there. Wow. And like, yeah, yeah. maybe I just like big hats when I was a kid. <laughs> I just wore them like down on my face. And, like, <laughs> But, yeah, I remember, like, putting, like, basketballs, like, in my hat. yeah. And
3: now it's, like... Is there, is there a conspiracy where hats are actually getting smaller? Maybe. Basketballs are getting <laughs> Basketballers bigger. Are getting bigger. <laughs> I was never able to palm a basketball like everyone else could. And I always thought I had, like, decent-sized hands. Yeah. I don't know. I used to have yeah. hair and
1: wear a large hat. And now I don't have hair and I have to wear an extra large hat. Well, let me ask you a real question. Maybe quick, my quick. hair is just
0: growing into my head. There you Ooh. go. That'd be Too weird. much water in the brain. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I mean, do you take HDH? That could be it. Um, I have an asthma inhaler. That's steroids. There we go. That'll explain his like massive gains. Yeah,
3: (laughs) (laughs) his tiny balls and his pronate rage. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that actually explains everything
2: about this. (laughs) Hold (laughs) on, you're like weird.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I just don't like. I don't like brackets. And only people complaining about their brackets.
3: I'm complaining about brackets right now. You're complaining about people complaining about about their brackets. Yeah. Which which is also (laughs) another thing I hate about Facebook is people complaining about their Facebook (laughs) On Facebook? (laughs) On Facebook is like, I hate Facebook. I'm so done with this shitty
1: service. It's like, first of all, it's free. Why are there so many
3: ads? Because it's free. Free.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh god. It's
3: like it's like during the Super Bowl when people are like, I love sports ball. Why is, I'm not going to watch, I don't know what's happening today. Yeah, Like a very deliberate attempt to be like super cool.
0: (laughs) It was, that was the type of joke that worked socially one-on-one before social media. Yeah. Yeah. So like, if you were just like, you know, you're the guy who's in sports and your friend comes by and you mention sports and he's like, oh, what's that sports ball? Ha ha ha. Yeah. When it became, you scroll through your feed and 15 people make the same joke within an hour. Well, the meme meme moves too fast now. It does. Memes
2: (sighs) used to just last 10 years, you can keep saying the same same joke over and over again, and now it's like 15 minutes. Right. Now, now if you're lucky, a <laughs> yeah. meme
0: with legs will last like five months. But, ne- but no. it could be a... Sh- but it could- no, I'm saying a meme with legs. Uh, 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 <laughs> on, on average, I'm saying, like, inside meme. of a month. And I, I judge the week. shit out
1: of someone if they posted, like, an old meme, like, come on. Dude. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I'm yeah. really
1: over-fried. I do the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> like,
3: if I see somebody post a new uh, guy pointing to his head... Yeah, <laughs> that was
2: so last week. That was so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where are you? I still, <laughs> like, I still like him, though. I, I like him. I like him, too. He's great. Yeah. What's, yeah. He, What's he from? He's. It's like a still
3: frame from a video? It's like a UK documentary or something. Cause I've seen the full length clip and he's like got a British accent uh, and he's like a super un like uncool dude. Or I something. thought it was
2: like he was like a rapper and he was like use yeah. oh, your head. Like <laughs> yeah, that's
1: what it reminds me of. I can't stand whenever it's gonna snow and then it's like boom, like winter is coming. Oh, Every, yeah. And then people started posting pictures of Jon Snow and it said snow is coming. Nice. And it's then it's like now it's like. God, uh,
0: Game of Thrones memes are coming. Yep. it's just non. Like I just. Uh. I, I think there should be a rule, which is anytime that you want to share a meme, you have to create a new one and also post that.
1: I feel like that's fair.
0: Because that way, because because the thing is, like, it is nice to have like a funny little idea and share it and have other people pass it around if they think it's cool. But it's the beating a dead horse and like everyone having the same exact content. That would be a it. funny meme. Which one? Right. A guy beating a dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be on it. We'll get on the road. Yeah. Do you have a horse in
3: time? Oh, I won't.
1: <laughs> All right. I guess that's the natural ending point oh, yeah. for that topic. I feel so. Like... Um, so, moving on to our next topic. Adam Woz! Adam Waz. Adam Woz! So, Adam was is... An accomplished um digital media art expert okay yeah, yeah. wow expert <laughs> aficionado he uh, has his own uh company adamwaz.com can you go check out his stuff there's some pictures of me and my dog on there um and he's you know, also a, wait, a wait, handsome no. gentleman
3: about town it's oh, just jared's dog <laughs> it's just jared's dog wait the, the company's name is adam Waz inc no oh, okay. adamwaz.com is okay where you can find all this stuff okay yeah. I was gonna say hi I'm Adam Waz from Adam Waz Inc Adam Waz Inc just I-N-K though yeah Thank you. Oh. <laughs> um so Adam Waz is
1: experienced in a number of artistic mediums and uh he's had a really interesting week didn't you yeah Ye- week year yeah.
2: <laughs> a few months I don't know so um I I I, I'm playing bass in Math the Band. Math the Band, the band. The band, the band, the band, the band, the band, band, band. And we have uh, been asked. Okay, I guess so. Like we were asked to play a show where we would be the live band for a amateur wrestling uh, show. Amateur professional, amateur wrestling. professional. I just, yeah. yeah. We're just so
0: we clear, yeah, it's just, super confusing. Amateur wrestling makes it sound like you're playing at a college, like yeah, This yeah. isn't is, is two dudes rolling around like, <laughs> like their heads in each other. Professional, professional amateur, amateur wrestling. wrestling.
2: Professional and, pro wrestling. Um, I didn't get to do the first show, um, and but so math the band played and it went so well that they were like, you guys got to come back and we'll do it bigger, we'll do it better next time. So basically, we show up to the show, we set up in the corner. And um, they set the ring up, and it's not a very big room. It's like it's the black box ASC Twenty, and it is really like a theater. Um, And so I was probably about ten feet from the ring. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically, we just watched like the door, and someone give us a signal, and we would start in with uh, we would have a list of all the fights, and we Mm -hmm. would just play the intro songs and some some wrestlers would um who we met last the last time got to us and were like could you play this song could you do like danger zone by Kenny Loggins nice. could you do like um, what's that Earth Crisis song, like Firestorm? The dun-dun, dun-dun, just the yeah play yeah, play. yeah yeah yeah. So, like, some guy was like, can you do that? And, like, yeah, of course we could do that. But then we also just do a bunch of of the Band songs without lyrics. Because uh, we don't want it to be cheesy. We don't actually play the cover as all of the words are played on guitar. Uh, there's also four guitars. Five total. So there's wow. a bass, four guitars, keyboards. We bring a lot of stuff. That's up. awesome. Um, the band is very big now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and... But, yeah, so, like, and then we would have the list of, like, who's going to win. So, like, the wrestlers would come out. We'd play their intro songs. They would do, like, a, the announcer would do the spiel. Then the ref would, like, check them for weapons. And that's where I would come in with, like, a... <laughs> and, then like, and just this, like, surf rocky, yeah. like, kind of beat. And then, bang, 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 bang. And then they start beating the crap out of each other. And then it's just, like, you just yell. Like yeah. you're, it's just, in, and yelling is one of my favorite things to do. So anytime that like you're in a room where like you can just yell like, fuck that guy, fuck that guy, <laughs> fuck! Like, you yeah. know, like, kick his ass. And just, or, and then, so then it became like, just what are you going to chant next? And, you know, it was a little improv mm-hmm. of, like, all right, well, let's look at this fighter. Let's like, He's the bad guy. Let's figure out a or chance. The heel to, in wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Like, let's figure out the chant we can do to, like, undermine him. <laughs> and, uh, oh, just a super fun night. Uh, it was a little weird because you're not the focus at all. Like, you're just the band in the corner um, and so like you you have to like make sure your guitars are off when you're not playing like you can't make noise you know no one doodling around on the guitars and like also just having to pay attention because we don't know when the match is gonna end right no. so like the drummers just got his eye on the ref and as soon as you hear the three count like one two three go and um, but super fun super high energy um, and I will say that like wrestling the like, scene i guess you could call it or the culture behind it was very interesting too because like they all get there super early and they all help like set up the ring Mm -hmm. and build and and build the stuff and then also like they say hi to everybody in the room yes so it's like they walk in they put their suitcase down and they just clockwise like hi my name is so and so blah 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 and like just and then after the show is over they all come out and they're like thank you you guys are awesome like this is super cool um, but when they're on stage, you're dicks. Yeah. <laughs> we, like, we had a part where we're like the, the, the fights kind of overlapped and we forgot to play somebody's intro music. And he was right. one of the heels. We were supposed to make break stuff by Limp Bizkit. <laughs> For him. Oh, there is not a better heel no. sound. Like, so oh. him and his manager come out. And we had forgot to play the song and the manager grabs the mic and he's like what's going on This shitty hipster band can't even play our intro music. <laughs> and then we have to like go back and forth with him and like fight and then like yeah they kept calling us hipsters all night and nice. like, like I-, I
0: love the I love the guy who wanted Limp Bizkit intro music like commenting on your choice of music. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> One guy comes out and he's like piebald was 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Pieballs playing in Boston College. I know Pieballs back. Yeah, and they're awesome. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the wrestling stuff, and so we um, we are going to be doing a lot more of that. So this uh, the wrestling in Providence is called Pro V, mm-hmm. like Prov Pro Wrestling, mm-hmm. and they're doing shows like every other month. I think I think it's going to be like a bi monthly cool. at ASP nice. 20 And we've also gotten some emails from like uh, the Boston Women's Wrestling League Mm -hmm. and, um, What's the big one? Beyond wrestling. Beyond wrestling. Yeah. yeah, they have gotten to us, and that could be huge. Because yeah, they're like absolutely. really, really big time. And, yeah, and they bring a lot of talent
0: from all over the place. It, definitely.
2: It, I didn't realize, like, it, it is like a really big kind of scene. Yeah, like, definitely. New England,
3: New England in general has always been a pretty strong wrestling Well, that's because
1: that's the wrestling school. Well, first of all, WWE is based in Connecticut. Yeah. Oh, sure. yeah. And then the WWE wrestling school is in Manchester, New Hampshire. I didn't know that. Because oh. I used to party with those the wrestling guys that were in the school, because I was in college, yeah. like, in Manchester, and god damn, they could not drink. <laughs> like, the coolest people, yeah. but, like, because, of like, their regiment and their diet and everything, like, yeah. they just, like, it's like, I'm eating, like, shitty cafeteria food, and so my body's like yeah bring in the booze <laughs> and they're like on supplements and yeah. like super healthy also
0: also probably on painkillers yeah. okay that yeah, might that have been part of it too, too. <laughs> dude <laughs>
2: that's like watching them do that stuff is just like how can you walk the next day Slowly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> take, take care of yourself. And
1: then they go to their job at the office the next day. Yeah.
2: Yep. They're right. all regular people, too. They yeah. bring yep. their kids. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. They're, like, they're all, like, moms and dads, like, wrestling each other with their kids in the corner. And, like, it was super cute to, like, see the family show up. They, like, all got out of their car. And oh, I was like, like, oh, you guys here for the show? Like, no, we're in it. Like, nice. That's <laughs> awesome. There was,
1: this, uh, there was this guy that used to be in this band, Damaged Goods. Um, uh, they were from Westport. And he... And he was like this like normal like skinny dude or whatever. And then he just like got into like the professional amateur wrestling. Yeah. And now I saw him like a, like a few months ago and I was like holy shit you're Jai fucking gigantic.
2: Which one was he?
1: Teddy Bulldog. I don't remember the his drummer. Name. Oh. Tag- uh, yeah. And no, he was
3: the dude. You yeah. know? What was his name? Teddy Bulldog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. He wrestled, he's Teddy Goods, right? Yeah. Yeah. at yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He he, he tag team with the guy who trained me. They're oh right. oh he did yeah oh cool Yeah, they did a podcast S- together. S- see I'm not lying <laughs> <laughs> really
2: Cool. No, I, I um, posted about the, the show on Facebook and uh, just thinking like oh just let people know like this is what I'm doing uh, and then at the show I saw this girl I went to high school with you uh, remember Kelsey she was like into, she was from Portsmouth yeah. she had like she has like pink hair now she does live action role playing and stuff she's okay. super cool um she was there, and I was like, oh, man, that's cool. And so she came up to me, and she was talking to me during the intermission, and like, dude, thanks for posting. She's like, I didn't know they did this here. Mm, and I was nice. like, wait, what? She's like, yeah, I saw your post, and I was like, oh, shoot, they do wrestling at AST20? I'm going to that. Yeah. And I was like, I, that's, I think you're one of the only people that's ever come to a show because I posted it. <laughs> I, want to, I want to rewind for
1: real quick. You said she does live action role-playing. Yeah. She's really cool. She's super cool. And none of us argued with that. <laughs> no, no, no. This no, is the no. only group that was like, yeah. oh yeah. No, yeah, she is cool. Oh no, man. My that's wife said cool. she'll divorce me if I start LARPing. <laughs> we'll have to stick to tabletop then. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, I went to PAX.
3: Went oh, to that's right. I Friday. Very jealous of you.
2: It's so weird, man. It's like, it's not... So, like, I, I went and I go with my friend's band, Lane Genie, yeah. and they play on this, like stage called the jam stage lame
1: genie is the video game cover band. yeah they
2: do video game heavy metal style video game covers and they they have a video show it's not live like mm-hmm. they don't live speed run but they have it's super cool what they do with the animation and stuff and they get asked every year to play this jam Stage mag fest it's a yeah. video game tour i think or video game like. games fest yeah yeah and uh, they host this st- this stage and it's so it's, you always say, like, oh, my friend's band plays at PAX, and you imagine, like, the big giant stage. You're like, no, 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 this is, like, in, like, a exhibition hall, like, way far away from everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it's about a 10-minute walk from the exhibition hall to get to where this <laughs> stuff is. But I will say that, like, they had, like, twice as many people watch them play as they did last year because mm-hmm. of just, you know, they're getting known. They do really well on YouTube. Um, and MAGFest does really well with them, too, and, like, promotes them and stuff. Um, but, so, I go with, uh, with like, a big group of guys, and they're not super into video games like I am. So, when we walk through, like, the show floor, we just are like, oh, that looks cool, oh, that's cool, I have anxiety, like, there's way too many people, like, I yeah. gotta, let's just go back to, like, the open space. That's just you
0: feeling the energy of everyone there. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Whereas, like, if I was there by myself, I would be able to, like, oh, I'm gonna go talk to this developer, oh, yep. I'm gonna go, like wait in line to try this game out or something. Mm-hmm. But when you're in a group of people like that, it is really just like you're hanging out, you're making yeah. jokes, you're like having fun. Um, it is a very interesting swath of people that go to those things because it's sure. not all, you would assume it's just all like the nerdiest of the nerds. And like they are there. Yeah, yeah. But oh, I would say they're like in the minority yeah. yeah, of like that like awkward mom's basement guy. Like there's, I would say like two out of ten for sure those guys and then most of them are like young kids that just like or like in their 19 eight to like 22 mm-hmm. like that are just souped on new video games um and girls it's like tons of girls mm-hmm. and like not everyone's in costume too that's like another thing that i thought i was like oh everyone's going to be doing cosplay i'm yeah. going to be left out and it is it's like it it's not weird when people are in cosplay, but it's also like not the the whole. It's not everybody for yeah. sure. You okay. don't feel lefty. You don't. I didn't feel like oh, I'm not cool. But it's not like you. But you
3: saw. But there's still like you, you would still wouldn't go like a minute without seeing someone in costume. Yes, you walk around. It's still majority just people. Yeah, but you will run into a Spider Man or yeah. something. You know, <laughs> it's, or, yeah. or I think that kind of like
1: yeah, and I think that kind of taps into like this the, the kind of like new societal trend where like the nerds I don't like I don't want to say they're taking over but like <laughs> I feel like we're the last generation that grew up being like the nerd class yeah. is like kind of like this segregated population and now like kind of I don't know if it's maybe like the superhero movie thing or whatever but like now it's like when someone says they're going to PAX yeah there's not or Comic-Con or whatever yeah. it's more like oh man that's so cool yeah, like instead sure. of being for like God. oh I don't know about this guy cuz I remember like I remember the like the first PAX that I remember yeah. that I went to I was like
0: oh Look at all these weirdos. Yeah. And now it's just kind of like, yeah. everyone goes. Well, just those, just like, those hobbies just permeated culture so much that they're just not a niche anymore. Yeah. At least not to the same degree. To the point where it's it, like, the most popular sitcom on TV, yeah. stereotypes
1: it, and everyone's like, oh, look at it, it's fine. It's like, yeah. okay, well,
3: I mean, because we all because we the the oldest people that grew up with it now they or when they were kids they grew up into the age where now they're eighteen and they can have jobs and spend money yeah so then the ever then culture just shifted in the direction of like oh these people have money now so we yeah. need to start like all right so now comic book movies need to like start yes. becoming a thing I also assume that then, all societal yeah. trends follow my like timeline <laughs> for sure it's like
1: well, all of a sudden like oh everyone <laughs>
2: at you're living it yeah so you see it like and you're part of that. Culture, yeah, that is it, driving
3: it. And it's very easy to start like feeling around the edges and feeling the places where it's like now it's starting to, you're starting to move away from it. And it's, yeah. it's yeah. bouncing back in the other direction where it's like, oh no, I'm about to be like now. There's going to be like a whole bunch of kids that are things that are for kids that are younger than me. You know, I spent two weekends ago
1: at my niece's sweet sixteen birthday party. Yep, and I felt one billion percent of that. There you go. And then I played cards against humanity against them, kicked their ass. Yeah. Nice. <laughs>
3: Booyah.
2: (laughs) Well, like, I was saying to Jeff while we were walking around the floor, I was like, dude, look how many people are here, and look how everyone's wearing, like, different video game clothes. I was like, Mm -hmm. dude, when I was 13 years old, if Christmas morning my dad gave me a t shirt that had Super Mario on it, I would have lost my mind. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Because there's, like, who printed that? Yeah. Like, where did you, and, like, he would have been like, well, I was in New York City, Mm -hmm. and I was at, like, a weird Japanese store and they had these but now it's like dude you go to Walmart and they're like a dollar and like, Target, it's, like, yeah, yeah. And, and like it, it's like become like everywhere mm-hmm. and, and, but like back in the day you would have just been so happy uh, and I think it, it, like you said you feel yourself falling off because I feel like when, when we were younger that stuff was so much harder to find mm-hmm. that you would band together with people that were even remotely close to your thing yeah. so it's mm-hmm. like oh you like RPGs and well like I like shooters, but it's okay. We'll be friends because we like video games. games. Yeah. yeah, you know, or even I love to talk about this with like high schoolers and music. Like when we were in high school, are oh, you like punk rock? Are oh, you like heavy metal? Okay, cool. Like we still like loud we guitars. Hang yeah. out together because we don't like rap. Right. Or we yep. don't like pop music, but nowadays it's like. You don't like industrial death goth? Like, you don't like surf like Surfway VDM? Yeah. Oh, get out of here. You <laughs> And, and like, you can go on the internet and find a million other kids that like your specific right. weird thing. Yeah. And like you don't have to... It, it, it's a little different than when we were younger and you just sort of were more... Well, it's also the precipice of, of the internet behavior. age.
1: Yep. So yep. if you think about it, like, and this is something old people complain about all the time. It's like when I was a kid if you wanted to hear something, I mean, you could learn about it online, right? Yeah. You could read about it, but you couldn't get the record unless someone had it or you mail-ordered it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, because just the like, technology wasn't there. Like you were on 14.4 BP. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's you <laughs> you yeah.
2: it, like, you're to The first MP3s, I, the first MP3 I ever downloaded was N- Linoleum by NoFX. Nice. nice. And, and like, it'd be unlistenable though. Like that music yeah. at that bit rate, you yeah. like,
0: at today <laughs> even, even, like, even when it got to the point where it was listenable it was still like a huge investment where you're like oh you know what I found this song I want to get I'm gonna start downloading it and then just go do something go no you tomorrow. go to
1: school <laughs> right yeah and then you come home and it might be done yeah,
0: you've got yeah. a, you've got a two and a half minute song now and after, that's assuming after,
1: like now. your dad didn't pick up the fucking phone <laughs> <laughs> don't answer it we're playing Warcraft <laughs> But, like, you had to, like, be like, oh, like, Waz, like, I found this record, like, you really like, yeah. like, here it is, like, and then you'd have to, like, go down to the fucking music store yeah. and order it, yep. and then you'd have to wait two weeks for them to get it from the right distro, and, like...
2: God bless my mother, man, like, mail-ordering punk rock records for me dude. when I was a kid, like...
1: <laughs> I, so I went, I had to, so Stephanie's, like, really into a bunch of those, like, tooth and nail records bands, so I got her yeah. some stuff for her birthday, and she, I got it from Interpunk. And when I went into my old Interpunk account, it was my mom's credit card from, like, 1999. Wow. Now. It's like, oh, your credit card's expired. I'm like, oh, which one was in there? Holy shit, it's my mom's Discover card from
2: 1999. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. It's crazy that website's still around, too. Huh? Dude, they great. do
1: all right. Like, yeah. they got a pretty good... I bought some vinyl from them, so I'm like... Because that's, that's what old punk rockers do. They buy specialty vinyl
2: <laughs> from old punk rock websites. No, it's beautiful, though. It's like a new industry. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like you see these bands going like the Menzingers and Jeff Rosenstock and yeah. like they, it's, that's like they can tour and make money and like sell records again because you you can make it more of a experience to buy a record. Yeah. You know, you, you don't just sell the record you sell. All right. Well, if you buy this, you get a live recording, you get like, a, you know, a live DVD, uh, you know, like math, the band just did uh, not just did a while ago did a Kickstarter and, like, if you paid, like, $200 for the album, we did, like, a private performance. We, like, went to a studio and shot, like, a bunch of sets. Mm. And they were customized, like, hey, Kyle, <laughs> this one's for you. <laughs> and, like... like so like, cool. happy
3: birthday videos. They were like, hey, this is for you. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and,
2: and
1: so, Matt Pryor from the Get Up Kids, I, like, had contacted him. And he did, like, my wedding song. Yeah. For Stephanie and I. And, like, included Gracie in it. And, yeah. Like, wow. And, and, he was just, and it was just because, like, I had gone up to him, like, after a show... He was like, oh, yeah, just, like, give me my website. We'll do it. And, like, I gave him, like, some money. Yeah. And he wrote, like, a custom song for us, which I'm probably sure he he did for a bunch of people and changed the words around. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's whatever. But it's still super cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, like, something to have. So, like, I feel like that's kind of, like, the direction, like, the music industry is going to go in now Because, like, you don't... It used to be an industry on units. Yeah. So, like, you're going to move... 500,000 CDs and get a gold record and that's what you do. Mm -hmm. Now it's like it's an all-inclusive kind of like experiential thing. So like people still go to shows. Yeah. Yeah. And like people still buy things but like, and that's where you see it moving back in that vinyl direction where like yeah. people are developing vinyl collections because this is like another thing to have. And so like, I'm not going to, but like, you have to get the digital download with that yeah. because like I can't listen in my car yeah. if yeah. it's on a record. Uh, or I could, but man, if I hit bumps and shit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> people like to give bands money. You know, and this yeah. is like what I, I, I talk to people a lot. It's like you could sell almost anything. Yeah. Like, you, if you have, like, like, Kevin sells boxes of cereal with that he, he takes corn pops and then pours salt on them and then reseals them. And he has like a custom box with a download card in it. And they're like $15 or $10 or something. And you get this like fake box of cereal, but then you get the album with it. And, but like, people love it because it's funny. Mm. And it's, yeah. it, it, and you know, they're not going to eat it, it's gross. But it's like, oh, well, I just gave a band $10. Mm-hmm. You know, like people want to give you money. Yeah. You just have to give them different ways to do it. Something cool. So, like yeah, something really different. Cool, uh, you know, uh, Jeff Rosenstock made flags. Mm-hmm. And so he took the American flag and he made it rainbow striped. Um, and then he in the corner in the, where the f- stars would be, it's, it's pot leaves. That go around 666. <laughs> and they don't say his name of his band. Yeah. They're just these like rainbow flags with a circle of pot leaves and then 666 in the middle. <laughs> And, like, he sells big ones, he sells little ones. And, and it's just and funny. It's just super funny. Yeah. And, like, people buy them because they're like, where else am I going to yeah. get one of these? Sure, like-
0: And it's an identifying marker, too. It doesn't say his name, but you know if you saw somebody else with that, that flag, you'd be yep. like, fuck yeah. That, that God, guy God. gets it. Yep. It goes back to the the thing, like, you were talking about identifying that thing. Like, before everyone could get their specific niche, you'd yeah. see someone who liked that one thing that you liked, and that'd be enough. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, you it's, can tell a lot about a person based on like what they're what they showed off like course, like,
1: yeah. For you lack of a better term, like for their bumper sure. sticker. Yeah. Like someone had a patch on their jacket that was like, "Oh, cool," yeah. or like on their backpack they had like the name of a band written in like whiteout pen.
3: Yes.
0: Yeah. Talked to so, so like met so many people that based on just that. I still I did. God, like, like, so
3: so many bands I knew of because of a dude's like notebook where he just drew the names of bands. I'm gonna go home yeah. and get that and up. And I go, I go, fuck <laughs> shit! I gotta find out all. I gotta this. find out all
1: fuck. It's like there was that one guy who was like, maybe he had an older brother yeah. that had like the right albums and shit. And you're like, yep. okay, that guy knows what's going on. I gotta go. Yep. And then you'd be like, oh wow, no. <laughs> Down by Lost sucks <laughs>
3: you No know way I love that one that,
2: that, The uh, All Scratch Step no, There's never some
3: good it. songs
2: It's just The mix is terrible I don't know who That was back when They didn't record albums well. No And, they just and like, you
1: think about Like how good it could be So I was listening to um, Agent Orange Like yeah. a couple weeks ago And I was like This would be so good If it was recorded correctly Yeah like, like, And a part of it Is it. like the lo-fi shit Of it yeah. But also like Okay like Raw Power Like one of the best Punk rock albums Of all time right it's recorded so badly, yeah. And it was recorded by Warner Brothers. Like, it's not like it was like a basement thing that they did. It's no just like sound or something. It's just or... shitty sounding. It's yeah. like you turn up like "Search and Destroy." It's like one of my, nuts, yeah. It's one of my favorite songs. And you turn it up, and the guitars and the drums crackle
0: too much, and it sounds like shit. Mm-hmm. So you have to listen to it at this volume. It's like yeah. very. I, I don't know what they were intending, but I will say that. There's definitely a thing where if the recording of punk specifically sounds too clean, it ruins it for me. Well, that's like
2: the new Green Day album. Like, does, it sounds too good.
0: Yeah, it's too it's, polished.
2: It's too, and it's like, oh, you're missing what made Green Day sound good. Was that his voice wasn't perfect, right. and that the guitars were crunchy, and that like it, they were like a garage band.
1: And you could hear like the squeaking of hands on strings and yeah. stuff. Like,
0: like it, I, I wanted to sound. It, like it can sound like it's well played, but I want it to sound like the band is there. Yeah, the, I want it to sound live. The new Green Day album sounds like a good Charlotte album. Yeah, mm. Mm. where like the guitars are too low in the mix. Yeah,
1: and the auto tune is very obvious. Like
3: I haven't listened to it. So when did it come out? When did this album come out? Like this year. Yeah, last, this- last this.
1: December, December, November. Why really? well, are
3: they trying Denver to Sings? go back to like oh, yeah. pre you, you, American Idiot?
2: You gotta hear the the first single that came out. It was so good. It was like AFI almost. Really? It was like super was that fast. That bang bang? Yeah. Yeah. It was like it had that like. Yeah. It was like super fast and like guitar-y and then the, all the other songs i it were like the slow Green Day jam. Oh fuck! Um, Green Day slow jam. Shit, that's almost like, yeah, like when this album ends. Yeah, yeah, that one. Oh fuck! That's what they're like, and it's just like, oh dude, that's not what you're good at. Like I mean, you're okay at it, but it's I don't know. But I'm just well, being. Correct. Well, like,
1: um, well, what's it's like the a, one with Minority on? It? Is that Warning? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Warning comes out, and they the first song they release is Minority, which is super fun and loud, and sure. the rest of the album is just like, Burp, darp. like yeah. just. And there's a couple. Is like, like okay. Is like the war- the titular. That was the this is the This is yeah. That's fucking. Who is that? That they just ripped off that song. Wait, picture books. Textures of your mama Taken by your papa Alone long time Come know. on! I'm not crazy! Oh, no. I didn't say you're crazy That's Oh, is it, is it the kinks? No. I don't remember. I'm gonna find out and I'll just Edit this into me being. Oh, this is accurate. one of those moments
3: where you say there are people screaming at the radio right now. That's right. Yeah, with the correct answer. Yeah, and if it, if it's the Kings it could be king. Just, but, just edit uh, you in saying do it do and then do 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 an
1: impression do 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 of us do be do like, do "Yeah,
0: Jared, you're so smart."
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is my Tim Brink impression. <laughs> <laughs> this is my impression. <laughs> <laughs> All about Shit players, shit players. <laughs> hey, it's Jared, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a good talk. Alright, so now we're going to the final section of the podcast where we, um, called Quit Your Bitsin' where we all take one thing that we can't stop complaining about though I've been complaining for about an hour now <laughs> um, and we talk, let everybody know what we can't stop bitsin' about. So let's go around the room. Lobo. Uh, pass. Uh, oh, Lobo's well, skip, a good Skipbo. Skip Look at this skipbo. Skip happy asshole. Yeah. Bastard. So what can't you stop bitsin' about? positive was
2: i i also i I had some trouble with this because tim told me to like think about it and i but my wife sent me an email this morning and it was like oh i've got it it's my wife's job my Mm. and i won't i'm not gonna i won't i'll be very vague uh but she works for like a small independent locally owned business Mm -hmm. and they use that as like a shroud to hide behind like their terribleness and like they're like like if they were walmart like you would hear about it but Mm -hmm. since like so they they probably have about between two locations like 50 employees and that's being generous i really think it's more like 25 okay they just installed a new punch card system where you need to get to work early because you can't punch in until you're in your apron you need to be dressed ready to work at your time where you punch in, then you have to go to the computer and punch in and it takes a photo of you. Wow. To make sure you are in your uniform. Wow. And I was like, that's like crazier than like having your thumbprint at like stop and shops. Yeah. I was like, how like how many people work there that there's not just a manager around to make sure people are on time?
3: Yeah. (laughs) Like uh, like, what kind of Who's (laughs) who's auditing that? And that's
2: what I'm saying. Like, how much money are you spending making sure your employees aren't wasting your money? You spent
0: all that money on that, and how much money were you actively losing because somebody didn't actually start working until 804? Exactly. And how long until somebody just
3: prints it? A picture of them in an apron and just holds it up to the screen and just punches it and just holds it there.
2: Well, Alicia, to tell everyone, like, for the first week, we should all just wear eye patches. <laughs> 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 we, all wear and we all just are wearing eye patches in the picture. But, like, they do stuff like that all the time. Like, they'll be... that they, they hired a, like, consultation firm to come in and do, like, an audit of their Ooh. business to find oh. out why they're losing money. And at the end of it, the consultation firm was, like, you don't have enough employees. Like, and the employees you have don't work enough. Like, your problems are that there are like too many customers that your employees like can't serve them all, mm-hmm. and you pull people from responsibilities of like managing inventory yeah. or like doing backroom stuff to ringing. You know, being a cashier, and like you backlog and like they're like they would just they just disregarded it. they're like oh well that was a waste of money. We spent
0: money to, to tell these people to, what we to have them tell us what we wanted to hear and that's yeah. not what we got so fuck it. Yep. Exactly.
2: But if you talk to like anybody in the community everyone's like oh that place is wonderful they're like a nice small business and it's good for the community and mm-hmm. I was like they're not really
1: yeah, I mean, like I mean small businesses aren't always owned by good people Exactly. Right. And I think yeah. that's kind of like that thing it's like oh shop local it's like well sometimes those guys are assholes. Exactly, like, yeah. and you know, like you usually know. Yep. I mean, like if you like keep updated on stuff, like there are certain like bars that I won't go into because yep. I know the owner's a piece of shit and, and like I'm not giving money.
2: They don't locally source their things. Yeah, yeah. 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 Who am I my local shop localing to someone who outs- like gets their stuff from Cisco? Exactly right. that. Where my wife works, hot, fired the in person or got rid of the position of ordering. In store, mm-hmm. and all of their ordering is done from some guy like halfway across the country who's never set. he f- Has been in the store once. Yeah. He Has no yeah. idea what the customers mm-hmm. are like. No. What people buy. He's just goes by numbers. Mm-hmm. And like, I've ordered stuff. I've had I've had her special ordering stuff, and then him take it off the order because he's like, "How did that get on there? Who added this to my order?" Oh, uh, Jesus, like that won't sell in Newport, or that won't or like. That. And I'm just like, "What do you mean, like?" Ah, uh, so that's my like. And it just sucks because she, only, she even only works there one day a week, but like, and they just like still like bother me. Yeah, oh it's yeah. To the core that they put up this front of like, we're this great local small business and they run their thing like the worst of the corporate penny pinches.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not good. What you got, Brick? All right, mine's really simple and it's something that has bothered me in general through life in a very minor way, but I've, I've noticed coming up a lot lately. Like, I just see a lot of it, which is the dumb motherfuckers who just leave their shopping cart in the middle of a parking lot <laughs> after they unload it. And, like, they'll, they'll put in enough effort just to be like, oh, I need to move this, like, two feet from my car. Yeah. Or <laughs> so, they put it on that, like, with the cross
1: where the, the, the
0: parking park space is yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the dead space. Yeah. You know? and, and, like, it, it just... It really bl- bothers me in a like in an unhealthy way. Like it should should bother me a little bit, but I get so pissed. Like I've legitimately, like no joke, thought you know what? Some Sunday when I'm not busy, I'm just gonna go hang out in a parking lot of a grocery <laughs> station so I can yell at every single one of these people that does this and shame them for being lazy. I, I just get the carriage and push it back for them. If, if, if I can yeah. do it right <laughs> in front of them, oh yeah. I stare right the fuck out. Yeah. Of. If you can do it right in front of them, that's wonderful. Yeah. But a lot of times I'm just like driving by and yeah. watching some somebody like they have a shopping cart and they have one bag with, like, some things in it and they, like, put that in their car and then they're like... Pfft. You know, honey, same exact
2: person who leaves their carriage is the same person who gets wicked upset when their carri- their car gets hit by a carriage. Yep, yeah. 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 Like... <laughs> who is also the same person who gets
3: upset when they go inside and there are no carriages inside. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, fuck, we got no carriages. I'm like, what the fuck, all time. Think about it.
1: Think about when you're trying to find a parking space at, like, Stop and Shop or whatever. And or whatever grocery store, you, and let's not promote shop, Stop and Shop. Um, shop local. Whatever, wait, shop local, shop small, shop, Smart shop shops. <laughs> shop shops. <laughs> so, um, but like any grocery store you go to, like when you're trying to find a parking space, like how many are taken up by those carriage yeah. lane things? Yeah. It's a third. So like, like right? Every, every, like every, they're every, everywhere, selling like there's only one at the way back or <laughs> one at the way front. It's like, you could, you can't fucking stop. Bit without hitting a carriage all, <laughs> I've,
0: I've seen I've seen people do the leave the cart thing where it is when they were two parking spaces away from one of the cart groups. Oh yeah, yeah. it's called like now. they could literally just go. <laughs> nope. Yeah, exactly. It's it's, it's cold now. Oh, I just uh, I'm getting in because no one no one will see that this was me when they have to actually clean up the, the mess that I made. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, a real piss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the people who do that also totally the same people shit on their hands and wipe it on the wall and pull it right the restaurant. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Them. Uh,
1: all right. Continue with the angry old man <laughs> thing. I've got two that I'm combined together It's just like shitty neighborliness. So we had a blizzard. You guys can't see my finger quotes. Um, where most of the state got a lot of snow, but in Newport, we mostly got like freezing rain slush, sleep stuff. So... There are still people in my neighborhood that have iced-over sidewalks. Mm. And it's just like... And iced-over driveways and shit. Like, and it's something I didn't think about until... like, I mean, I guess I knew it when I was a kid, but I grew up in a neighborhood that didn't have sidewalks. Yeah. So like, when I'm walking the dog on the sidewalks, as you're supposed to do, because that's what sidewalks are for, or like walking on... You have to, like, go into the street, go around like a pile of ice or a pile of snow. And it's just, like, the most infuriating thing. Because you walk out onto the street, look to your right, look to your left. There's one dick two houses down. And that guy, like, goes out in front of his house he's like, fuck it. Don't care.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, literally, everyone else in your neighborhood did it. And, yeah. like, you've got mm-hmm. so much, like, ice and shit. Especially after, like, freezing rain where, like, that slush freezes over. It's yeah. so, like, 11 o'clock at night, I'm going out to, like, with, like, because it sounds like shitty slush that and was like, Jared's shovel sound yeah uh, it was pretty good um, and you it, this is a dick this is a guy that looks outside and says I'm going to do what everyone else is
0: doing because fuck them dude. Well, that guy's too busy not cleaning off the foot of snow on the roof of his car while he drives and then he goes <laughs> and drives oh, down the right. that solid block it <laughs>
3: will fall off of the highway yeah. a friend of mine car.
1: a friend of mine in New Hampshire like she was driving me on this dude that had like a block of ice in his yeah. car and it, like, went off his car and threw her windshield. Yeah. And Was she, like, that- almost died. And he
2: just kept going, because he didn't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: They can't
0: trace that snow <laughs> to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to slow down. I'm on the way to the grocery store. <laughs> 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 he takes two
1: carts. Yeah. <laughs> he has two carts in his cart. Let's do <laughs> hamsters. So like so, somehow, somehow,
0: somehow he took the groceries out of his car and left the cart, and the cart now has a pile of snow on top of it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, but dude, I, t- there were businesses on Wickedon Street yesterday. There's businesses like, on Broadway that have shit. I'm like, how yeah, are really I supposed happen. to get in your building? Well, I could die. I mm-hmm. could. there this, and it's because it's not just snow. Like, yeah, it froze, yeah. and it's all. It's, and I'm like, dude, just salt. Yeah. just get out there with the bag of salt. It'll be gone by the afternoon. Yeah,
1: like, <laughs> but especially like we've now had two days of like over 40 degrees. Like this should all be gone. Yeah, but then you know, like so I was like, running with Gracie yesterday. And I had to, like, keep going around. Like, these are, like, main thoroughfares in town that people are just, like, good enough. And that just infuriating. That dog shit, where, like, is, it's, at least in Newport, every, like, corner has, like, a dog shit bag station. Yeah. And all you do, you don't have to pay for the bags. I have, like, 7,000 of them. Yeah, Like, I just take, like, five. Well, you're not supposed to do But, so, but, like, just leaving it there. And, like, I have a dog that will eat shit. Yeah. If she sees it, and it's on the ground, she's like, it's a good meal. I'm not going to waste that shit. So, I, like, just leaving dog shit and not cleaning up your your sidewalks so.
2: have you noticed that people do this move when it's snowing they're like well it's snowing i'm not going to pick it up yeah and then, the, and then when the snow melts there's like fossilized dog shit yep.
3: yeah yeah it's, it's like all over the, literally <laughs> the entire street my entire like the same thing yeah. there's
1: an area like it's owned like there's this like um thing at the end of my street that's like building and they just have gonna have like a big grassy plot next to it so the entire neighborhood is just like that's weird dog shit, man. <laughs> so, like, this is a fucking, like, business. It's like a lab. Yeah. And, like, these people just, like, always have, like, you see, like, the poor, like, people that work there just, like, what the
2: fuck is going on? Like, why does the neighborhood think this is a goddamn dog toilet? <laughs> My favorite is, people do this at the park that I live, is they pick the shit up. They put in a bag, they tie the bag off, and then they leave the bag.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that, like, do you think, think there's, there's a tra- another, does it doesn't melt or do anything? It for, just stays they forever. They littered, too. Yeah. So yeah. The, the, the problem with my dog pooping and me leaving it is that eventually the earth lets it biodegrade and goes back into nature. I don't want that shit. Let's wrap that up in plastic. Yeah. Yeah. Some
2: people hang it on signs or, like, hang it on, like, little, like, sticks. like
0: what the fuck?
2: So i people see people leave it, it next to trash cans. Yeah. Like, I don't want to put it with the other trash
3: too much poop what in there. Come the by, <laughs> get
1: it. Yeah. It's like, like there's a guy whose sole job is like, or I'm gonna cover every street in Newport. I'm on the ship brigade. And <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's what I'm betting about. Just shitty neighbors. Shits of them. I don't wanna say anything specific about my neighbors, but some of them are. Silly. Their addresses. <laughs> <laughs> their addresses are. as And uh, their license plate number is. Um, So, yeah, so that was another episode of Bits per Second, the Bit Players Podcast. Good start to season two. A good start to season two. I'm Jared. I'm Tim. I'm Adam. And I am Still Over. And uh, we'll catch you next time.